I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and this is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. I remember the day it fully dawned on me that the path society was on was a dead end. I was on the train from Rhinebeck, New York, to Toronto, a beautiful but tedious journey with only vestiges of the former romance of train travel to keep me company. I was settled in with snacks and bottled water and ample reading material to fill the long ten hours or so ahead of me. My book of choice at that time was Norberto Kepi's Liberation of the People, The Pathology of Power, and I felt myself changing as I read. Or maybe it wasn't a change I was experiencing, but a recognition. T.S. Eliot spoke about how at the end of all our exploring, we would arrive at where we'd started and know the place for the first time. And that perhaps comes closer to how I felt. It's like a recognition in Kepi's writing of something I also knew to be true, but had forgotten. Kepi's great book does that, reawakens our idealism and gives us a glimpse of the new society that's possible. And this can all happen because Kepi helps disinvert us and get us back on track. Correcting Metaphysics and Society, today on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. My hope is that as you listen to our programs here on the Stop Radio Network, that you'll have a similar experience of hearing and acting on the wisdom contained in Kepi's work. Our programs are available 24-7 now on the Stop Radio Network, available on iTunes. It's in the radio section of iTunes in the News Talk Radio category. Just scroll down till you see us there, Stop Radio Network. Our site at Healing Through Consciousness also has all the goods. And new programs are coming soon. On top of our Thinking with Somebody Else's Head program and our Healing Through Consciousness psychological call-in advice program. Coming soon, Conscious Company with Susan Berkeley and Analyzing the 1% with Occupy Wall Street activist Gilbert Gambucci looking at the pathology of power and uh, how to really affect change inside the Occupy movement that's so powerful and uh, present in North America today. You know, I was participating with Claudia Bernhard Pacheco in a teleconference a few days ago, and we were going through the list of projects we in Kepi's International Society of Analytical Trilogy are working on in our various social initiatives. This mostly happens around 350 kilometers from Sao Paulo in the idyllic town of Cambuquira. Nestled in the mountains, surrounded by coffee plantations and tropical forest in an area of a few hundred square kilometers that features natural mineral water springs that are considered among the best healing waters on the planet, we are involved in a social experiment of profound beauty. First of all, this is a very poor region, and not because of lack of resources. No, this is one of the richest agricultural areas in the country. Just to give you a picture, just spit out a watermelon seed there into the fertile soil, cover it with more soil, and your farming is done. (laughs) Well, that's a slight exaggeration, but only slight. This area is poor not by dint of being deprived of conditions to prosper, but because an inverted socioeconomic system plunders the richness and carries it off into the pockets of the 1%. The farmlands are controlled by huge conglomerates, the minerals by national and international companies, Even a large part of the water is in the grubby hands of the Nestle's and Coca-Cola's and Perrier's of this world. It's ugly, to say the least, and the people are understandably beaten down and desolate. So for the past six years, we've been working there to help restore a true society to that community. 
I think we've talked to this radio program before about this, at least some aspects of it. But we bought an old Art Deco hotel there and restored it. That was the first initiative we had because some of the townspeople came to us and asked us if there was anything we could do to help them there. That was the first thing we we decided that would be useful for them and also give us a place to stay when we went there. So we had this old Art Deco hotel restored to its original splendor. It's very beautiful there. It had been abandoned for a number of years, and uh, we began then by offering free piano classes to the kids. Arts being the basis of society, uh, as Kepi stresses often in his work, this had an enormous impact in the community. We added sewing classes for the women to learn a trade, uh, dance and guitar lessons, photography classes, English classes, a Portuguese tile painting, That's being used to improve the city. You can see examples of this beautiful tile work all around the walls of the city now. A brick works on how to make bricks that could be used to build houses very cheaply. The land is plentiful, and people just didn't have a means to do that, so we're helping them in that area as well so they can develop their own homes. Uh, We're looking to try to get some land now where that can begin to happen. Uh, Maybe the city can even donate land, and people can begin to build their houses very cheaply. We developed a social currency that's used to buy staples and other things around the town. The Kepi Motor Factory will be building one of those soon to develop uh, ecological fans, ceiling fans and table fans. It's an alternative economy, really, that returns prosperity to the people who work and not uh, this process of extracting the riches for just the 1% of the of the population of the planet. It's a model, really, I think, for how to create a new spiritualized society based on goodness, truth, and beauty, and it's flourishing before our very eyes, a social experiment that's very, very exciting. If you're really interested in that, and I think there are some opportunities here for social groups around the world to begin to learn and uh, apply these techniques in their own communities, to make better communities, to make a better world. Uh, more information is always available through me, of course, jones at stop.org.br. Jones at stop.org.br. Maybe something for you to study and implement in your communities. There's a social currency, actually, as we were discussing in our, our uh, teleconference a few days ago. This social currency idea may be coming to a school district in New Orleans soon, where our good friend Diana Boylston teaches. So we'll have more information on that in our programs, too. And more coming up about this in our program today, Correcting Metaphysics and Society. Very, very important subject. We'll be continuing with that and Claudia Bernhard-Pacheco when we return on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Back in just a moment. You're listening to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Our program is based on the science of analytical trilogy. If you're interested in learning more, you'll find information about books, TV shows, and any upcoming congresses or teleclasses on our site at HealingThroughConsciousness.com. Now, back to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. We are here on the Stop Radio Network, Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. Claudia Bernhard-Pacheco has joined me. You know, when I first came to Brazil, it's almost 11 years now. Can you believe that? <laughs> I know I don't look a day over 30, but anyway. I first came here and um, I started to study about envy, 
inversion, these phenomenal subjects, uh, concepts that Dr. Kepi has brought to psychology, to society. Uh, in fact, I did an interview with you and he shortly after I got here at your beautiful home in the, the country where we talked a lot about that. I play it for my students sometimes to, just so I can remember that when I was a little bit younger. But you know, also it was a fantastic interview. And I thought, wow, this concept of inversion, which we talked about last week, is so phenomenal. All I have to do is mention it to a few people and they're going to be totally excited about this and they're going to totally um, uh, get on board and they're going to say, wow, where can I learn more about this? And exactly the opposite <laughs> happened. <laughs> I never heard from some of my friends again. Yes, yeah. So I, I was thinking about this in light of our work. It seems so impossible that things are going to change. Mm-hmm. And yet we're doing many things here that are bringing a change. And maybe we could talk a little bit about some of these areas. I see a trilogy, analytical trilogy, Dr. Kepi's Science, having an impact in so many important areas. And there's so many projects and, and things, the initiatives that are beginning from here that people could really have hope by starting to study and research and work with us in these projects that are going on. Yes. First of all, you mentioned the thing of inversion. Yeah. So people say they want to get better, they want to be better, they want to do better, they want to improve. They want to develop, but they are just speaking... Words. Words. Empty words. Empty words. Empty words. Because deep down, in the emotional level, human beings don't want to get better. They don't want to be better. They don't want to do good, and they don't want to be good. Because they think that being good, being honest, dedicating themselves... Uh, leaving behind the egotism, they are going to lose. They are going to be losers. They are going to be stepped over. They are going to be humiliated. They are going to be slaves. All the negative things, like are coming together, are glued to the concept of good, beauty, and truth. So truth, everybody speaks about the truth. What is the truth? What is the truth? Uh, They discuss about the truth, but nobody wants the truth. Nobody wants it because we have it inside of us and we run away from it as much as possible. We find all the means possible to alienate ourselves. Everybody thinks that the truth is a, like a, it's painful, it hurts, it's inconvenient. So you, everybody's lying all the time. And I'm not speaking about being aggressive. I'm not speaking about hurting other people. I'm not speaking about dumping on people. I'm not speaking about that. I'm speaking about being truthful, being fair, being, being, uh, acting according to justice, being loyal, uh, wanting to help other people, speaking the truth and have, helping ourselves. So nobody s- speaks the truth because everybody... Well, if I say the truth, if I tell the truth, I'll get an enemy. I'll be hurt. I'll be in a jail, inside a jail. or I'll be fired. I'll be fired. And this is the way society works. So this, I just want to give you an example to illustrate what you're saying, Claudia. It's so true. And we, but we, you know, when we hear those words, the initial Im- impact we might want to have is, no, 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 but I, uh, but I tell the truth. Well, I, I was talking about this with some students in a company the other day, and I said, if, you, if money was no problem, 
if you didn't have to worry about your basic survival, what would you do differently? And she said, well, I would sure tell a few people what I think around here. I would sure. And I said, but these people you want to tell what you really think. Are they hurting the department of the company? She says, sure they are. I said, well, why don't you tell them that now? Oh, I can't, uh, I can't enter in that area because if I... So if, if she... The implication being that if she had lots of money, she didn't have to worry about losing her job, then she would tell everybody in the department what she really thought. And or, maybe she would not. Maybe, maybe she, she would, would find another excuse. Maybe. Because she's not interested in doing any good for other people. She's, she, just, she, just doesn't, she just doesn't care. She's she's just caring about herself, and that's the philosophy of humanity. And this is why the world is sinking, because it's upside down. There is no way humanity can work like this. Uh, Upside down, against all its essential principles. When when we we, when we see a society, it it has to be organized like a natural, organic society. Like in all nature works with laws. Imagine if fishes and birds and dogs and cats and trees and, and, trees and worms <laughs> and everything would act uh, like totally against yeah. what they should do. Imagine the chaos. <laughs> and that's what we do. Yeah. The orange tree saying, no, today I don't think I'm going to produce any oranges. Yeah, uh, yeah. or I'm going like to it. produce different oranges. Uh, <laughs> I have a, a, like a law inside my, my genes, programming, yeah. and, but I don't agree. I, I think I should be red, or I think I, I should be uh, purple, or yeah. I think I should be bigger. Or, yeah. or, or, I think or salty smaller. oranges would be a good salty idea. Salty oranges. <laughs> so that's, God made a mistake the way he did me. He created me. So this is the way human beings think all the time, that we should be different, we should do differently. And God made a mistake with humanity. Never, never, ever people think that the mistake is not God's mistake. It's our mistake. We go against what is right in ourselves and in the world. So what in Dr. Kepi's work could help us then with this fundamental problem of inversion, of not telling the truth? Where, where are the solutions, yeah. Claudia? So uh, to, to become conscious of the inversion, Richard, is not easy. No. It's not easy. It's no. not an intellectual process. You can discuss about this to some extent socially in lectures, and many people can like grasp the concept a lot. They can understand and have many insights just reading the books, our books, and uh, listening to our programs, and reasoning in another way, like in a in a different direction, opposite direction that normally society reasons. Society doesn't reason now; it acts emotionally. Yeah. It reacts emotionally. Yeah. It's not real reason. That's right. Not it delirates. Can we, how? <laughs> it what? Delirates, it, like delirious. Yeah, de- <laughs> delirates. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it creates delirium because you know, we're not. Re- I invented the word delirates. Uh, okay, it's a. I okay. accept. I accept that word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah because we're not reasoning. We don't. If we reasoned, we would say, well, wait a minute. We you know when we do something good, we feel good. That must mean. That doing good is good. And every spiritual philosophy, every saint, every prophet has said the same thing. So we know, we know that we should do, but we don't. So we're not reasoning, not using our reason. Yes. And even though 
we must protect ourselves from other people's lies and bad intentions. And this is true. We should see our own negative intentions ourselves because seeing other people's negative intentions doesn't give us the right or the logical explanation or the logical reason to do the same because I'm, I will do something against my essence and it doesn't work sooner or later it will bring destructive consequences and this is what is happening for instance to our technology our technology dealing with energy sources uh, we are all upside down we are consuming matter because we think Energy comes from matter, and not yeah. that matter comes from energy. And this is all inverted. We are eating up the planet, consuming all our resources. And this is based on an inverted, upside-down concept of physics. And if we don't see this in time, it will be too late. We have taken this idea, I think, that uh, we're progressing, you know, that we're starting from nothing and now we're getting better. And one of the things I would like to say that I think uh, I understood from Dr. Kepi's work right at the beginning was that Kepi has brought a, a completed view of the essence of man. You talked about the essence because we, we don't really know. What is the human being made of? If we come from monkeys, then we have no idea, you know. So disinverting this has so made why, a huge... Why? Why? Now, <laughs> let me... Let, let, let you explain, as you have a... You are so... You have such a beautiful accent, and you okay. speak so beautiful English. So yeah. please, do this for me. Yeah. Explain them why Darwin created this upside-down idea that we developed from monkeys. Yeah. Well, this idea, uh, for one, is a, sort of the, uh, the culmination of a process in science of taking God out of the picture. If you remove... Uh, and what is he basing himself? What kind of philosophy or philosopher he's following? Philosopher? I don't know. Aristotle, I think. Aristotle. It's based on Aristotle. And what is Aristotle's metaphysics? The, the, the Everything you know, everything through your senses, through and, seeing. And potência e ah, ato. Yeah. Ato vem da potência e yeah. não vice-versa. Yeah, Tell so, this in English, yeah, please. Okay, so that potential creates act, not the other way around. That yeah. act, potential is actually the destruction of act. Yeah. And this is uh, something, again, in philosophy that Dr. Kepi has corrected. So everything in our science or the pseudoscience we have in the 20th century is based on this upside-down concept of Aristotle that uh, everything is like coming uh, from the lesser to the bigger, the like a development idea. Right. So we, as if we were born uh, to be developed still... And not that we are just, we are complete when we are born, but we just grow in size. But we are total, we are integral when we are born. And so are the beings. The, if, you, if you examine a seed of a tree, you will see inside the tree all the components of a huge oak, for instance. It's everything in there. It's just a matter of growing and not developing in the sense that um, it starts from essentially, and yeah. yeah. So nothing, the lesser doesn't give the bigger. The bigger brings the lesser, but not the lesser gives the bigger. And this is uh, the the uh, the old 
old Greek philosophy yeah. of Aristotle and some of his followers. Yeah, in Kepi's metaphysics, we have to think of complete things, right? Not of partial things becoming something bigger. And because yeah. uh, you said last week about the chicken and the egg, and I always love this conversation because actually you need both. It, yeah. It's a complete thing. It's not something it's a, that the egg became a chicken and then, you know, this kind of idea that we, we come from in our inverted metaphysics. So there's a lot to be discovered in Kepi's work here in this oh area. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a, Cosmovision, cosmology is all to be understood. Which book could they read that would give them some sense well, of this? Well, some of this can be in Metaphysics 1. Yeah, Meta 1. Yeah, Meta 1, which is um, Liberation of Being. Yeah. And there he speaks about the being and how the pure act is the being. And not that we are we have to learn and we have to uh, be, grow older in order to be someone. We are we are since we are born, since we are conceived like a, in a, in, a, in a conception. Mm-hmm. Like and so what happens is that in that seed, in, this, in those DNA, the first chromosomes, they have everything in them. And just a matter of growing. But it's all there, all in codes. We are all encoded. Completed. Completed. Now, the world is the same. Everything is the same. But we need to respect the laws. So if we think that, like, energy comes from matter, it's upside down. So what I see is, what I don't see is not. And this is a materialistic view of science. But what is more powerful is energy, and it's invisible. So more, like, I guess I I don't remember the exact uh, scale, but around 70 or 90% of all the universe is energy it's a huge proportion a huge yeah so what is matter is just a minimum uh, part of the universe yeah and we are the same most of us is energy most of us is transcendental we are immersed in transcendence most of us is is our soul it's our spiritual level like a spiritual dimension we are not body and soul we are a spirit with a body that manifests with a uh, matter, but yeah. we are much more spirit and soul than matter, yeah. and we want to live the the other way round. So everything is upside down, Richard. So if we follow this consumerism concept, then we need to buy, 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 buy in order to grow, to develop economy. So this is crazy. This is upside down. Yeah. We don't need that. This is consuming the planet. This is taking away our chances of survival. So it's not that we don't have a way out. We have, we have to go back. Now, let me tell you. Let me take a quick break, Claudia. We'll come back in just a second. We are back on uh, Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network with Claudia Bernhard-Pacheco. In just a moment, don't go away. You're listening to the Stop Radio Network. Originating from the International Society of Analytical Trilogy in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Our programs are also affiliated with the Stop the Destruction of the World Association, bringing consciousness of the root causes of human problems since 1992. Uh, We're back now, thinking with somebody else. I I always get a little uh, worried because... 
because I cut you off in the middle of something important, so I don't want to take too much time before we come back to that. Thinking with somebody else's head on the Stop Radio Network, Richard Lloyd-Jones, Claudia Baron, Harper Shaco, and we have to go back. We have to yes. go back. Go so back if to you want to get better in terms of your health, you need to go back. You, you need to go back to what you were. You need to go back to your origin. You need to go back to understand what went wrong in the past. What did you do wrong? What did you think wrong? What did you feel wrong? What did you do against uh, your nature? So to recover. Uh, going forward, it's like going backwards. To recover. It's not to create something new. It's to recover what was original to go back to more like to perfection. So going back is like it has this horrible feeling for yes. we North Americans. We think, but wait a minute, uh, I, I don't want to know about what we did wrong. I want to I want to solve the problem and go forward. And we can't get there that way. Can't be wrote. The man or the cosmic man, the man of the future, the man of the stars, will be the present man. This one here now with the consciousness of the past mistakes and good and right deeds. Mm. Uh, so the man of the future, the conscious man, the cosmic man, is us. It's me. Today yeah. will be the same, but with the consciousness of the past. This Everything that it made unconscious, phenomenal. all the mistakes, we need to be, we need to go to the past and see there what we did wrong in order to correct. And then I am the man or the person of the future, the cosmic person. So if we go back, we can see this mistake that Aristotle made. Yes. And this mistake that Darwin made. And, and the Einstein, doctors are doing and making. And the medical doctors are oh making. Oh my today. God, so many mistakes. If you come to analysis and if you start analyzing your past, not the past as Freud does, like stay there for years analyzing the Oedipus complex or ridiculous things like this, but it's going and turning the site to your past and seeing what, what and how and when you were inverted upside down. What did you do against your life? Yeah. What did you do against your health? So as soon as you get conscious of this, your body will have the chance to recover because then the energetic level go back to normal. We are just working with one spin of our genetics. We are holding back the other one because of inversion. Yeah. The DNA is not Yeah, it's not, not working correctly. It yeah, it's not working correctly. So you said so, something beautiful, because if we go back and see the mistake, it comes from the premise that we, we were complete, and we did something against that completeness that caused the problems that we have today. So if we can see that, we can revert the process? Is this the Imagine idea? Imagine the, the, uh, the wheels of a train. It goes back and forth, back and forth, right? In order to move ahead. So yeah. it, it, it goes back and forth. Yeah, the... I'm doing it in the air. Can you see me doing it in the air? <laughs> we have these so bars. All energy, go, yeah, all when energy. One, when, one, when one bar, the bar on the top goes forward, spins, the bar on the bottom... Like yeah. one, in, in the opposite, complementary. Yeah. Two spins in order to go, to go forward. Yeah. So that's what we have to do. In order to go forward, we need to go to the past. It's beautiful, this. It's beautiful. But again, it comes from the idea that we have a, a, a metaphysics, a sort of a completed essence. That For instance, can Dr. I give you an example? Please. Practical, because we deal with facts yeah. and we deal with clients that are individuals. And this is science. 
It's not philosophy. So a person comes, for instance, a woman, she's bleeding, she has a, a problem in her menstruation, she is menstruating more than she should. So there is already something in the body, somatized, a psychosomatization. If in one session she realizes that she is and why she is and how this started inside of herself, it's realizing insight, not only intellectual, must be together with a feeling. So in the session with a method of associations, etc., etc., she realizes that she is against her own femininity. For some reason, she's denying her own femininity, and she has some emotional reasons to do that. As soon as she realizes, the problem will be solved, and she gets healed with no drugs whatsoever. And there are thousands of cases like this, hundreds, let me say, hundreds, hundreds already, uh, that all, were already in in in. in In, inside this method, being analyzed with this method, not only this problem, but any any organic disease yeah. can be solved by our own inner pharmacy, our own energetic means. We can do this. Our bodies are very potent. Like in, It's not a potential, it's potent. We have the pure act in our bodies. So if we are accepting our essence, if we are not blocking our energy, because every time you block a feeling, Richard, you're blocking energy. Every time you block a thought, you, don't, you dislike. Every, every time you block a truth, this is not religion, this is science. Yeah. If, if you block something that you know that is a fact and you try to deny it, Then you create a, a, an energetic blockage in yourself, and a disease starts. So socially... This is, this is totally this scientific. This is beautiful. This is so totally scientific. Society is blocking an enormous amount of energy to have the problems that we have. Imagine, if you don't have money, you can't do anything. So all humanity, a working force, a tremendous working force, stopped because they put this idea of money in capitalism or, social, uh, or Marxism or whatever. The money is in the hand of a few. And it's, it's, it, this enslaver, enslavement or this slavery, it's all humanity that is entrapped in this. Yes. Even the rich ones yes. are entrapped in their own money. So, another practical example. We are not here to build a new society. We are here to help to recover the true society that was left behind and forgotten. I don't know how long ago. A long time ago. So see what we can take of advantage from what is already and to recover. Like we are doing in Kambukira. We have this... Uh, como é que é? Filho adotivo. It's Step. A, a, adopted child. This adopted. Little, yeah, little, adopted little, city. city. It's <laughs> small. It's inside the mountains. It's poor. They have their 1% there too. Huge farmers. But they have an, a, an enor a big um, number of people with low income and, and, and poor conditions of life. So it, it is as if this city was forgotten. It, it was, I think, I guess, it's not even in the map. <laughs> they, take, they have taken it away from the map. Wow. So it's such a beautiful, natural place. Yeah. And it used to be a city where people went to gamble. Gambling. Casinos there. Casinos. Yeah. But the casinos were forbidden. And then there is this pure, pure mineral waters. 
There are healing waters. So we went there. We saw the city waters in decay. We saw many poor people asking, begging for help. Political powers don't like give no. a damn for no. the city. And the mayor was dying, very sick. And so the people came and said, what are you doing here? This large group of tr trilogists went there just to, just to, to travel, to, to know uh, these healing waters. And so they came to us and they asked, could you help us, please? You come from a large city. You may know important and powerful people that could give help. So we thought, what powerful people could give any help for this city? And they can take things from here, but yeah. not give things. And that's what they do. They take the water, they take the plantation, the they use, they exploit the workers to... Uh, to Get more profits, to uh, take more minerals. To coletar café. To uh, harvest the, ca harvest the coffee. Harvest the coffee, because hand-harvesting. Har coffee, yeah. It's much better. It gives a much uh, better quality of coffee. And they export this, the, this coffee. So we started the work there. So what did you do? We went to see if there was some something to buy, like to have a place to be and to stay to start helping them. So we bought an old hotel, which was the biggest, the largest, and the most important in the city, for a very good price because all the hotels were for sale yeah. at the time. They're all empty. <laughs> <laughs> all empty. Yeah. So we bought it with all furnished, And it was as if, like like uh, those movies, Hollywood movies of these ghost cities. So interesting. And so we started to discover beautiful things that were left from the past. Inside the hotel, outside the hotel. So we thought, why to start building new things? Let's start to recover. And that's what we start doing with this hotel and trying not to remodel it in in another fashion but trying to go back to what it used to be to maintain something that was there from the past which like is, retro mentality yeah, right exactly exactly <laughs> so what we have now there a project which is going on a scientific one where we are applying some of our concepts with these people and helping them and they are so glad the powerful ones don't like it they try to impede us But the people, they are joining us. And it's so amazing how the people who go there to volunteer, they become much, much happier than those who are being helped because they are doing something useful. So as we do for others, we are doing for ourselves, Richard. This is also an energetic, natural law. Give in order to receive. What you do to your fellow man, you do to yourself. So it's, I think we will not recover the planet just by fighting the powerful. They're going to end up by dying in their own craziness and, and egotism. I think we should start taking care of our own world and what we can as, as soon as possible. Because if we don't ta start taking care now... It will be difficult to, to recover anything. So many people say, okay, okay, but what about the large plantations and the large farmers and the large this and the large that? Well, this is, uh, that, that's something that must be cared too. I mean, politicians must realize that they don't get any advantage from serving the powerful. They should serve the people. And as soon as the politicians start to realize that 
they get their power from the people and not from the money that the powerful give them, like those huge percentages they give to the politicians when they want to pass a law. If politicians realize that they're going to be in a much better state, if they're going to, if they do help the people changing the laws, then we will start seeing the change of the planet. But this is a, as I told you the other time, it's a resonant effect. Everybody must increase in in their level of consciousness. So you, 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 that is like listening to us. You are already able and you have already a lot of things you know and you have inside of you and you have a knowledge enough knowledge enough to start opening your mouth and being helpful to your fellow men because people are also stingy and egotist in, in terms of their own ideas. You can, you know, and you can contribute a lot to, to society and to your fellow man by speaking, by teaching, by telling them what you know, by helping them. And when you start to do this, you will feel what comes to you. You will rapidly understand what I'm speaking about. Of course, there will be people who will become your enemies, but they are your enemies anyhow. They're just going to show their uh, yeah, eneminess. And, uh, you don't have this word, do you? Uh, your their animosity, maybe animosity. So, but the, the, those ones who accept, they will become so grateful, and you will feel inside of you how how good it is, and how healthy, and how important for your own growth to start doing good outside of you. And then it will come back to you. This give and take of goodness holds great promise for the new society that burns in each of us if we calm down the frantic desperation stimulated by our inverted society and our restless hearts. There are many answers in the work of Norberto Kepi, and I urge you to learn more about that at HealingThroughConsciousness.com, our website. I wish for all of us an experience of this better society and soon, and remind you that we're doing some incredible stuff to bring that closer here in Brazil. Jones at Stop.org.br for more information. That's our program for this week. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones. Talk to you next time on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head.